Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Lana. We are here with our first episode of season two of LPS Presents The Zest. I am super excited for this season, and I'm super excited for our first guest. Her name is Ronnie. Thank you so much for talking with us today, Ronnie. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited to have you. Now, typically, the way the show works is we'll have two hosts. We'll have typically myself, Jordan, or Jordan and Day Day, or Hannah, and, you know, Jordan. But Jordan's on vacation, so... It's just me. So hopefully, you know, I can live up to, you know, the the prestige that Jordan presents when he is hosting The Zest. All right. <laughs> you have enough black hole magic. We'll, we'll be great. Yes. I'm so excited to hear that. I'm so excited to sprinkle this black girl magic all in your earlobes today, you guys. So um, I have Ronnie. She is a social media goddess, business <laughs> coach goddess. My life inspo. Um, But I'm going to let you tell the people a little bit about what it is that you do. Yeah. So my name is Ronnie. I am a digital creator and I am a business coach. So I help new female entrepreneurs go from side hustle to dream biz. So I kind of help them through side hustle. Yeah. (laughs) That is so exciting. So how did you actually get into that? I've been in e-com and I've worked for startups my whole career. So after wow. startup hopping, mm-hmm. I've uh, worked for Israeli startups, Parisian startups. Um, so I, I got into coaching about six years ago and I fired my boss at my last corporate job. I kind of like ditched the cubicle. I said, peace out <laughs> to my nine <laughs> five. And I've been coaching new female entrepreneurs on how to do the same thing, but to do it in a way that they're making consistent income so where they don't have to rely on getting another job. Because that's kind of like where the issue comes, like you ditch your nine to five when you're not ready. So I prepare them um, so that they can have consistent income. Girl, I'm going to have to um, definitely reach out to you for some mentorship after this because (laughs) I have been freelancing since about September and granted, like I love the freedom, but I would love to match what I was making at my corporate job because that salary was so nice. (laughs) Oh man, it really is. Yeah. That's one of the best things. And you don't, you're not solely responsible, right? But I think Mm -hmm. if you plan, I think you'll be just fine. Okay, so I want to know what inspired you to leave your your corporate job. Like, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Man, um, oh, I think for the most part, um, it just was me just not um feeling fulfilled. Like, I remember I said to myself, "This is going to be the last Sunday at six p.m. that I'm going to get ready to go into this office that I hate." Mm. And for me, it was, I got an email for an annual review and Mm. it was, it was in a super toxic workplace. And I said, I don't want to do this. And at that point I was making some leeway with my coaching, but I was kind of like holding on to the corporate, like railing Mm -hmm. scared to like pull the trigger and like go full throttle. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, this is the last this is the last annual review. So instead of doing the annual review, I declined the invitation and I'll never forget it. <gasps> and so, <laughs> I declined the invitation and then I put in my two weeks. So what was the, what was the backlash from that? Like you don't deny an annual review girl. Like 
<laughs> yeah, like for me, um, there, there kind of, there was none. Um, it was in a, I was in a pretty tricky situation because I was at a company that I loved, but the new leadership that they came that they brought in, I'm sorry, that they brought in was just like super toxic. Mm. So it was, it wasn't an easy, it wasn't like I was like, Hey, I'm leaving. It was also emotional because there were, there were coworkers and there were um, people at the company that I really did love. Yeah. Um, My direct leader um, kind of came in hot and everyone hated him. And I said, you know what? I don't want to do an annual review. So there was really no backlash. It was more so like, it's the only situation that I've ever been in where I felt like I was breaking up with people. Wow. Like before I left, um, the CFO was going on vacation mm-hmm. and he delayed his uh, trip to the airport. Wow. And he was like, I, we're going to sit down and we're going to, we're going to before you leave. And it was awkward because like I was crying. He was upset. And this lovely waitress thought that he was breaking up with me. Oh my gosh. Oh it, my gosh. And I was like, oh, that's not what's happening. So, I mean, it's the best thing that I've ever done because like, we still have that relationship now. Like I can go back and my, the team leader that, like I said, came in hot actually got fired. Wow. Got fired. In- <laughs> so in they US. weren't, they weren't even, they couldn't even replace you at the end of the day. <laughs> and you know, it's crazy that you said you felt like you were breaking up with people. I read something um, a few years ago that said people don't necessarily leave their jobs or their workplaces. They leave their toxic leadership, their toxic management, etc. cetera. So um, it's wild that you say that because it's true. A lot of the times, like you can be working a crappy job, you know, I mean, I've worked at McDonald's, but you know, it's the people that you surround yourself with, you know, that make it better. Like I was working, I was working a job as a telemarketer and granted we were there for like maybe eight to 10 hours a day getting cursed out on the phone, but it was one of my favorite jobs I ever had because my coworkers were so freaking nice. My leadership was so nice. They wanted to actually help me go up the ranks at such a young age. And I'm forever grateful for that. Um, so I, I get what you were saying. So you said you mentioned earlier about planning to leave your nine to five. Now, yeah. yes, you declined your annual review. You put in your two weeks. However, what were the steps leading up to that? Because you had to have been feeling some type of way. You you wouldn't just deny an annual review out of the blue. So what steps did you put in place to make sure that you were prepared to do it all on your own? Yeah, I think that I, I was kind of tinkering with I was in a did a bunch of courses Mm-hmm. Of course, I was like in all these groups and I was tinkering with coaching and that started to grow. But like mm-hmm. I said, I was holding on to the railing of like the security of the corporate job. Absolutely. When my new team lead came, I just had a gut feeling. I was like, this is not going to work. Wow. Um, the approach is really harsh. It was um, he was a micromanager. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't really do well with. Um, and I started watching the people around me be mm-hmm. just miserable And, um, there was one of my coworkers, we would like be, we had our own internal like message Mm -hmm. and she like, I need to meet me in the bathroom. And she would just have these meltdowns. Um, so I was just like, I can't do this anymore. So I just started to put more money into my business and really started to, I came up with like a plan of how much money I was going to have, like ready to go, um, and I just started planning financially for what was to come. Wow. And when when I when I left, 
it's like I was more emotional about leaving people, but I wasn't scared. Yeah, because you had that cushion. Having that security, girl, it it makes a difference. It makes it a difference. Yeah. It, it makes a hell of a difference. Um, and that's what's so important about, about planning. Yeah. I think that sometimes people think that it's like the movies where yeah. you say, oh, no, I'm out. But like, <laughs> you don't want to be out. And then like then you go into a another job that you hate. And now you're you don't have the same structure, at least if you know, you just have to you have to move smart. Absolutely. I'm, not, I'm really happy that I did. I'm happy that I didn't allow this person to push me out mm-hmm. um, because I just I rolled I rolled with everything. I just. I, I planned. I didn't necessarily do the vacations and I didn't do all that other stuff. So I really did plan. And I was happy that I did. Well, in Uber, <laughs> I like with my goodbye cake in my hand and like all my cards and my flowers. Wow. Well, I'm really excited to dig more into you with our episode. So our topic for Ronnie's episode is going to be about social media while black and yeah. I use social media. I, you know, work in social media and I am black and I'm a creator and so is she. So this is going to be a phenomenal episode. Um, But before I wrap up this interview, Ronnie, can you let everyone else out there in the world know where they can find you? Sure. I'm on Instagram. Um, You can check me out. It's R-O-N-E-Y-A-C-O. It's super short. Um, so yeah, slide in the DMs if you are, (laughs) if you're looking to scale your side hustle. Oh my goodness. All right, y'all check out Ronnie and check out our episode coming right up after this. It's been a pleasure. It's your girl, Lana with LPS presents the zest. (laughs)